Hello, this is Dr. Kevin Connors. Welcome to another episode of our Connors Clinic podcast. Uh, today we have a special guest, um, Pastor Jason Garwood, who wrote a book that I endorsed. Um, you, you published that what a year ago, was it? Jason? Yes, it came. Yeah, it came out uh, in the about fall of 2020. Yeah, so about okay. a little over a year ago. All right, a great book uh, titled "Health for All of Life." Um, really a book of, I, I think it was, it, it's in a, um, filling a niche really, because uh, Christians, born again Christians in America have, um, to me, kind of told the line of standard medicine. Um, and um, uh, I remember in a church, a Baptist church a number of years ago, I had to defend myself all the time for being a chiropractor because why didn't you become a real doctor? And, um, uh, you know, it's basically like I was practicing voodoo, practicing chiropractic. I mean, how yeah. unbelievably uh, backwards that is when really practicing pharmakia is practicing voodoo. So I want to start asking you a question. How did you get into, you know, being a pastor of a church? How did you get into health and wellness thought process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good question because it's it's sort of a unique thing. I don't know of another book that exists like it. Um, you know, <laughs> just right. bridging the gap between theology, doctrine, the world, the worldview that we have, and scripture, and the Christian worldview, and then speaking into something like health, uh, certainly, you know, politics and religion are off topic, you know, at the family dinner. Um, but we sort of blend everything together in that. And I guess how I really got started was because of my wife. Um, she, for most of our marriage was just very ill, would experience dizzy symptoms and uh, just sort of in the evening time, she would crash, she was very tired. And, and a lot of it was diet, of course, she needed to change what she was eating. And, and we all did. But for her, she struggled with Lyme and essentially figuring out what it was about Lyme and what basically she treated herself like she had cancer. What would I do if I had cancer? How do I get my body? How do I detox my body? How do I get the parasites out of there? And how do I heal my cells? And, and, and that was kind of the journey we went on um, maybe eight or nine years ago. And, and that's kind of how it all started really for us was just experience. We were thrown into it, thrust into it. Uh, she found some tremendous resources uh, from Chris Wark. He, he wrote a book called Chris Beat Cancer. And there are other solid books that are out there that talk about the underlying cause of disease being uh, lack of nutrition or some sort of imbalance, a lack of homeostasis in the body. And so kind of what happened, though, was once we got her figured out, then it was sort of on to me. What do I need to do to be healthier? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And taking care of our family. And how do we want to educate our kids, uh, too, so they can have self-government over this area of their life? And and that's I guess that's kind of where it all came from. And then I was thrust into the conversation through vaccines. Um, I did a sermon on vaccination and really just teased out the underlying um, issues in the worldview that's at play here when we how we view the human body and and so that got a lot of traction on Facebook. Facebook, of course, killed that video after about seven, almost seventy thousand views. It and it's gone. It's nowhere to be found, and uh, it's secretly still on YouTube for now. <laughs> um, but 
but yeah, I participated in a lot of health freedom rallies even before COVID hit. And, um, but that's, that's sort of the nutshell really is how, how I got started. It's just experience and working through it. And then me deciding I need to take control of my health too. I can't just leave it to a, to the, to, to the MDs who are just going to prescribe some sort of synthetic drug that's going to mask symptoms, but not really deal with the underlying issue. Well, we see that so often is that somebody through experiential um, dealings with uh, standards of care didn't have a solution for it. When you talk about Lyme disease eight years ago, the standard of care for Lyme disease is that chronic Lyme didn't exist. Now they're starting to recognize it, but they have no treatment for it. So um, you had to seek out something other than the medical doctor down the street. Uh, and I like that point that you made about self-governing. You're, you're taking um, back the, um, the control of your health. You're putting that responsibility back on you as an individual, you as a father over your family. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's really the foundation of it all. Um, as a pastor and a theologian, a writer, somebody who's engaged in, in the scriptures constantly and and trying to navigate that for my, my myself and, of course, for our, our church and, and what we want to do with the Great Commission, all of those things sort of intersect together. And when you look at, uh, for example, Galatians 5, one of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. So uh, basically, when, when it comes down to it, all of us have some sort of accountability to God as being made in His image. And as people who are made, made in His image, we are required to uh, act a certain way. We are required to, uh, you know, be be self-governed people. And when when we come to faith in Christ and the gospel renews us and changes us and, and the Holy Spirit works in us, and that's one of the foundational things that we get is we get this gift of self-government. So we get to uh, grow in our sanctification and taking control of, of ourselves and our actions and how we speak of others. So everything from uh, putting to death uh, deeds of the body like uh, sexual immorality or a whole host of things. We also get to put to death uh, those things that, uh, you know, may not be like the big heavy sins, but it could be something as simple as gossiping about somebody. We have a responsibility before God to, to be accountable for our actions and even our thoughts too. The Bible tells us that uh, even our thoughts will be judged by God and so that's why I, I think I emphasize, especially with health for all of life, is this need to take control of it. We, we typically farm out our responsibilities. Um, children are carted off to the government schools, and uh, you, you find that um, parents are just trying to make more and more money to get that huge house and, you know, <laughs> the huge boat. And, and we, we sort of grind it out for a lot of things that we all, almost miss what's in front of us, and, and we kind of fail to forget or excuse me, we fail to see what it is that, that uh, is right in front of us and, and the blessings that God gives us. So we want to have perspective, essentially. We want to give people control over their health. Don't farm it out to people. Don't Pastors and elders shouldn't be the only ones doing the Bible reading, for example. Uh, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't just farm out your responsibility for what you put in your body, whether it's food or medicine or what have you, uh, which usually those are the same thing. Um, you, you need to not just trust in whatever TV commercial is going to come out and tell you, hey, if you have these symptoms, you should try this drug. And, you know, the side effects might include your ears fall off and you can't see anymore. But, you know, maybe that issue will be resolved. So 
we have to take control of ourselves. I see uh, that as a as a major point. It just in practice, the uh, thirty some years I've been in practice is that um, I think it's part of our total depravity that we don't want to take responsibility for things, yeah. um, because then that is um, that puts a burden on us that we have to answer to God for some set of knowledge that we are to gain in order to take responsibility for that thing, whether it is our health or um, I don't want to read the Bible. I'll let my pastor do that. Um, or your spiritual walk. Oh, you could go on and on and on. I think that's a piece of original sin is that we want to push that responsibility onto others so that I don't have to deal with it. Somehow it's going to magically go away and resolve itself. Right. And you see that I think, um, I just totally agree with the things that you wrote in this book is that is a major problem in the church. Um, and we live in an era of relative prosperity compared to other eras um, and a sense of that we can do that. When you talk about healthcare, well, I'm just gonna let the medical doctor deal with that and I'll let him tell me what to take or tell me what to do. I'm not gonna do any of my own research. And especially in these last two years, people have been shunned uh, and made fun of doing their own research. And I think that some Christians should stand up, the church should stand up and say that that's, that is wrong theology right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I could say, say that any better, especially with uh, pursuing knowledge and the pursuit that we have with, um, you, you heard uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, I, I guess I should put that in quotes because it yeah. remains to be seen at this point. But, you know, question me, you question science. Well, science invites questioning. That's the whole point of it. We're supposed to do that. that. Is the basis of science. Yes, it's investigation. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah, we are, we are going to pay for our ignorance. Um, and uh, whether it's here or we're going to have to answer God for it. You see people paid for their ignorance now making very foolish healthcare decisions and suffering greatly. And, yeah. and it's one thing if an adult does that, it's another thing when an adult brings their child and you talk about getting vaccinated or something like that and going and getting foolishly getting this, this, this shot, I don't even want to call it a vaccine. Experiment. Experimental, <laughs> um, uh, yes, it's just horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else, um, what was your, what other underlying purposes of this book? What did you want to get out to the church? So I, I think if you were to, yeah, it's just sort of like a 30 second, and then I'll expand upon it. Um, at the basic level, we want, as we've already said, we want to promote self-government. We want people to do their research, to, to see that what they're being told on the television or from the NIH or, you know, all these other government protected organizations like the CDC, uh, it's not the whole story. Um, in fact, a lot of that's just obfuscated for financial gain. We already know about the FDA's revolving door with big pharma executives and, and how there's just this constant uh, scratching each other's back to do each other favors. And it's all, it's all status control. So we all know that's out there, but we want to try to disrupt that. And we want to say, no, that, that's not the whole truth. In fact, there's a whole lot more that you're not being told. And so Health for All of Life is essentially, the, and the subtitle is a, it's a medical manifesto, 
and it's a medical manifesto of hope and healing for the nations. So for me as a pastor, I want to see the nations discipled. I want to see them come to Christ. I want to see them saved. To, I want to see them have hope and, and joy and peace, uh, walking in the light of the Lord. But part of that, though, is getting rid of some faulty theology as well. So the book starts with uh, an understanding of theology, a holistic, a comprehensive view of the gospel. And that, that comprehensive view comes to us from the New Testament itself as we understand what Jesus came to do. He, he said that he came to uh, inaugurate the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. The very first words of the gospel of Mark were repent and believe the gospel, that this kingdom of God is near, repent and believe the gospel. So we have to stop with, and, and this is part of, again, the mission of the first couple of chapters of the book, but we have to stop viewing all of these areas of life, whether it's politics or health, um, medicine, education, um, economics, all of these things, we have to stop viewing them as if they're just secondary issues or tertiary issues. And, and the real thing is just for us to walk around like functional Buddhists being spiritually enlightened. And Francis Schaeffer talks about this two stories to a house. The upper story is that story of, of, of grace the immaterial, the spiritual, and then we're all stuck down here in this first floor with the material and what we see in front of us in the world. And, and a lot of people just assume, well, to get to the upstairs, you just sort of have to mentally put yourself there and, and or read your Bible and pray, and then you can sort of, uh, you know, existentially put yourself there. And the Christian worldview says, no, 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 we are complete we're a whole being. This is kind of the language I use in the book. We are body, soul, and spirit. Now, we're not simply just a body that is holding the real valuables, the soul. Uh, no, God made us whole. He made us complete. So th there really is no upper and lower story in the Christian worldview. There's just the world, <laughs> and we're in it, and we're made in God's image, and we do have souls, and we have a spirit, and we also have a body. So I think a lot of Christians sort of function like a platonic dualists. Uh, dualism is a, a huge problem in our theology, where as long as you're going to church, reading your Bible and praying, everything's fine, but don't spend too much time at all researching health or how you can prevent cancer or how you can heal Lyme or I know stuff, things that you have written about, uh, excellent resources. And I want to blow that whole thinking up. <laughs> and that right. really was was my hope with the book is to say, no, we have a comprehensive kingdom that we serve the, the Lord Jesus Christ within, and all things matter. All things matter. If we're going to teach the nations how to obey Christ, which is what Matthew 28 says, then we need to help them and equip them with a very basic view of, of uh, health. How do, you, how do you get someone to understand the importance of neutrifying the body or detoxing the body or energizing the body? That's the the uh, three-legged stool that I talk about in the book. And, um, you know, so that's sort of a little bit of a longer explanation, but I think that, that that's the key aspect and what drove me to want to write the book is getting the theology right, hel helping people to sort through why we have this big, wonderful world and God has given it to us. And a lot of things, uh, usually when I talk about this, I like to talk about creation-based medicine. And creation-based medicine, you think about the, the incredible herbs that God has given us and their healing power. Uh, the, the, you know, purified water does just an unbelievable amount of good for the body. You know, all these things that God has given us in creation, um, we just need to figure out how to harness them, how to balance the body, how to 
keep things in, into, you know, homeostasis and, and, uh, but, but don't reject it, you know, don't just stuff your body with Oreos and donuts and say, well, I'm going to heaven when I die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's more to it than that. That's right. I agree. Yeah. See, this is my listeners are listening to you and going, Oh no, I know why Dr. Cutters is interviewing this guy. He thinks the exact same way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to have uh, guests on that have a different point of view. And sometimes it's good to have guests on that are supporting our point of view. And I thank you for doing that. Yeah. Well, this um, book will have information on your book all over this podcast. And so that our listeners could get to it. Highly recommend it for um, believers, especially to really put those things together. I totally agree that we've been kind of living in, in Christendom in this dualistic nature that, um, oh, well, if we have a real problem, then we got to run to the real doctor kind of thing. But um, uh, our, our spiritual life is separate than that. And what you're doing is saying you can't separate the systems. Um, our spirit, our soul, and our body are one. And we need to take responsibility for all three of those things, you know, while we're here on earth. Um, and Absolutely. yes, we trust in a sovereign God, but it is our responsibility to do something about um, and to know um, how to take care of ourselves. Right. Yeah. And, and, and there are blueprints. And that's the thing, too, to emphasize is like we, we're not coming at this from an evolutionary perspective where we're just all you know, walking meat bags who crawled out of the pond after millions and billions of years. Uh, we're coming at it from, no, the body is a uniquely designed thing and God is their creator and he's given it to us to figure out and steward and investigate. And, and that, that's beautiful. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Um, and there's knowledge to be gained. So we are here to study and to learn and to show ourselves approved, not just to be able to witness um, the words of the gospel, but to be able to have our lives be a witness for the gospel. Yeah. So be that living gospel that people could look at and see, um, you know, where did we put our faith in? I found it amazing just the last two years, um, amazing and very sorrowful to see professing Christians just, just be so fearful over a virus uh, over e even if it was going to be as deadly as was originally proclaimed. Um, I think back in history during the Black Plague, it was Christians that was that were going house to house ministering to people that had just a few days to live with a disease that was so contagious uh, that if you got it, you were pretty much guaranteed to die but they just looked at their purpose in ministering to people as bigger than their purpose of surviving on this earth and living for another X amount of years. Um, and I just see the faithlessness in people who are professing Christians, it's, it's sad. Um, and um, uh, that's really kind of what you're bringing out in this book. That's why I enjoyed it so much, is that you can't separate your Sunday faith um, from your Monday life. Yeah, They're yeah. not two different things. Um, and we want to do that. 
I think that's part of our sinful nature again. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. taking responsibility for what God has called us to be responsible for. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're bringing up the, the past couple of years. I mean, we've all lived through quite a tumultuous time, unprecedented on every level with regard to the state's response and control over things. Um, I don't know if you saw, but this is, this is starting to make national news, but our local hospital, that's about 10 minutes from where I'm sitting right now in my office uh, is going through this huge issue because the family wanted ivermectin and the hospital wouldn't prescribe it. The court, a judge ordered it to be prescribed and they're not doing it. So it's huge. <sighs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just insane. So when you think about unprecedented things, I mean, that's you know, sort of a medical technocracy has, has officially taken over. And, you know, to your point about the history and how Christians have responded, you know, I would love to have been able to, uh, well, I'll say this before I, let me preface it by saying this, uh, Christians by and large, and there are many waking up, a lot of people are, and I, I praise God for that. Certainly people I've interacted with on Gab and, and other places have, have sort of, they see that the charade is sort of, okay, now it's, uh, it's kind of a problem now. Um, but many Christians, instead of helping and figuring out ways to assist uh, by taking the principles like in this book, for example, and in implementing them, many Christians decided, no, we're just going to go along with it. We're going to wear the mask and we're going to do what we're told. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to you know, starve our bodies of oxygen um, by wearing these things all day and, and who had done that before we haven't seen that not in my generation or yours and so all this unprecedented stuff and christians just sort of rolled over and i would love to have set up a stand and said hey come you know come get educated on what you can do with zinc <laughs> and vitamins a b c the whole gamut uh, chlorine dioxide, come, come learn about that and how that can help your body prophylactically uh, deal with certain sickness and disease. But if I would have done that, I would have been arrested, uh, helping people on the street corner with COVID. Right. Uh, so we, we just sort of ran in the opposite direction. It's really, it's really sad and un unfortunate. In fact, uh, Florence Nightingale, one thing that uh, impressed her about Christ was what, it's kind of a famous quote of hers, but she, Christ always went to the sick. He always went to them. He didn't uh, sequester himself from them. He went to them. And, and what a remarkable picture of what Christians could do if they had the principles that are put forth in this book and books like yours, uh, put those principles into place and start really getting out of the, you know, the grip of the allopathic modern medicine uh, cabal is what I like to call them. It is a cabal. And we are living in the middle of um, occult-like thinking where um, people that are professing believers are, are just diving right in, you know, yeah. head and shoulders with it. Yeah. That's, that's very sad. If you're putting an angel on the top of your tree that has a mask over it, you're in the cult. You're in the cult. <laughs> you're in the cult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would wholeheartedly agree. Well, what, is, what are the main points that you want somebody to take home when, when you read a book, you don't always remember everything that you read. What are your yeah. main points that you want to hold in on? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's good because this is kind of the exciting part for me is because, you know, I, I had probably read three or 4,000 pages of material to research for this book. I, I just was jumped right into it. My friend Bill Evans helped finance the project and and uh, he's, he, he uh, is the one who helped get the website started, healthforalloflife.com. And so there's a lot out there. And so you can sift through it. But I, 
sifted through it because I wanted to try to give people a bird's eye view, something practical they can do, action steps they can take, um, really just uh, try to bring all of this wealth of information from tons of incredible doctors, Dr. Joel Wallach and Dr. Jerry Tennant and others who have been doing this for a very, 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 very long time. Let's pull all that together and let's make sure that we have a Christian worldview and voila, there's the book. And I really kind of after the theology part of the book, I, I wanted to talk about health and, and sickness and what it actually is and isn't because um, there's a lot of misnomers there as well. Uh, I traced a little bit of the history of the, the uh, Flexner Report of 1910, which really changed modern medicine here in the West and how that really became now a, a status-controlled uh, nightmare, as we've seen for the past two years. But really, the rest of the book is just, here are the seven cell-building essentials. And they're geared around the triad of truth, the three things, nutrify, detoxify, and energize. And, and I'm just going to walk through those a little bit briefly, if that's okay with you. Yes, just to, absolutely just to give people an idea of, of what we're talking about. And, and all of these things have really like a spiritual lesson that ties with it. Uh, for example, the first of the three is Nutrify. So you have Nutrify, Detoxify, and Energize. And if you can kind of remember those three aspects, you can kind of you know, work yourself from there. And Nutrify really kind of enjoins itself to this idea that we're supposed to feed on Christ. He's our bread of life. Um, so as such, we need the first cell building essential is healthy nutrition. So you, um, unfortunately, you, I'm sure, along with our viewers, are up to speed on the devastation of the tornadoes uh, that happened in Kentucky and even Arkansas uh, the past few days. And, and uh, so our, our prayers are with, with them. A lot of people died and a lot of people lost, lost things. Uh, so I don't want this analogy to be um, <laughs> misappropriated here, but if a tornado were to hit a home, how would you repair it? And that's how we view um, health. What do you need to do? And that first cell bending essential is healthy nutrition. You need new materials to rebuild the home. So there are certain things you need to avoid, right? Hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils, refined sugars, um, excitotoxins like aspartame, MSG, those types of things are all dangerous. So there are things you just need to avoid. There are things you just need to stop eating, stop consuming so much high fructose corn syrup, <laughs> you know, which seems to be in everything like ketchup, especially, but, um, but there are things you do need to eat. Um, I recommend uh, listeners pick up the China study by Dr. Colin T. Colin Campbell, uh, a wonderful uh, study, tremendous amounts of research on nutrition and what uh, nutrition looks, looks like. Uh, for example, berries, I mean, berries, there's so many studies that have been done on just on berries, strawberries, blueberries, especially um, the, their anti-cancer, uh, incredible resources that God's given us as food and creation. So we need to be eating the healthy stuff, but I kind of, the, the really the core part of healthy nutrition, that first cell building essential is the mighty 90, the 90 for life. That's uh, Dr. Joel uh, Wallach's um, research, 60 essential minerals, you got calcium, um, iodine, iron, magnesium, even oxygens in there, selenium, zinc, but you also have 16 essential vitamins. So vitamin A, you got B1, 2, 3, 5, um, C, D, E, K, all of those. Uh, you have 12 essential amino acids as well. And then of course, the three essential fatty acids and cholesterol. So those are the 90 essential nutrients. And, and a lot of Dr. Wallach's research has been interesting because he says, essentially, um, all diseases can be traced back to a lack of proper nutrition. And 
that's different. Because if you go to the regular doctor today, they're not going to ask you, what are you eating? You know, how are you sleeping? How much sunlight are you getting? Are you stressed out in your life? You know, they're not asking any of those questions. I have headaches. Well, here, just take this. Right. <laughs> no, no questions about nutrition at all. In, like in it's caused from a deficiency in Imitrex or something. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, you need those, you need those vitamins and minerals. You need those things. Calcium is the most abundant mineral in the human body. Um, obviously found in bone and teeth, but it helps. It works well with magnesium and zinc and all of these things with, uh, it, it contributes to um, serotonin levels in your brain and, and those types of things. Uh, I think it was um, Dr. Uh, Glidden who said that a lack of calcium actually contributes to about 147 diseases. So that's, that's fascinating. Um, magnesium, of course, is there, helps transferring energy, making use of proteins and so on at the cellular level. So for us, we, you know, when we talk about the cell building essentials like healthy nutrition, that's, that's a big one. I mean, that's really, um, I think you would agree with that. That's a huge aspect to health is making sure that you, your body has to have the materials. If you're going to rebuild the home, it has to have good materials, uh, things like uh, humic and fulvic acid, electrolytes, they help maintain healthy cellular membranes. So you sort of zoom in to the cellular level and say, what do these trillions of cells in my body need? Um, what do I need to provide for them? Right. And you are always rebuilding the home because it's always yeah. breaking down. These cells are dying, going through apoptosis. You're always creating new cells. You need this on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, that goes against the whole allopathic model of, of conventional, what we have now today, rather than naturopathic or homeopathic model of medicine, this allopathic model is built on evolution. It's built on pagan presuppositions. Uh, these are all just, you know, little parts that can be taken in and out of the body. So that's why, you know, synthetic drugs, when they're prescribed, they really only mask your symptoms. They don't deal with the issues uh, that are underlining. So uh, even the endocannabinoid system plays into that too, with regard to uh, helping the body, the, chemi the chemical makeup in your body. Um, so that's, that's the first thing, cell building essential number one. I'm, I'm going to try to go a little bit, <laughs> go through them. People can pick up the book if they want. But um, the second one under the Nutrify heading is having a healthy hydration. So clean water. If you're going to rebuild a home, you got to have clean water. Uh, the human body's upwards of 75% water. Um, we use at our house a Berkey filter and we're on well water as it is, but drinking clean water is, is super, super important. Getting rid of heavy metals and, and fluoride and other toxins. Uh, you know, those, those are all aspects of having healthy water. And I would point listeners to uh, clo2.tv for a really wonderful documentary on chlorine dioxide. And it's, it's really one of the best, safest, and most inexpensive detoxifying agents known to man. It's not, it's not bleach, um, but you got Dr. Manuel um, um, Aparicio. I can't always remember how to pronounce his last name, but he's been treating COVID patients with it in Mexico. Um, but CD, chlorine dioxide, is a, is a selective killer. It destroys pathogens, uh, viruses, which in my view are more of exosome secretions, um, but fungi, bacteria, rogue cells, it kind of loosens that envelope, uh, the viral envelope, and then it deactivates, destroys the cell. So it's an oxidizer. It's something that it pushes oxygen to the cells. Um, it enhances your metabolic functions, and it, it's just a wonderful, 
um, wonderful tool. And uh, basically two parts, you get one jar and another, and you combine those in, into uh, chlorine dioxide, a sodium chloride, and you activate it with hydrochloric, hydrochloric acid. Um, so yeah, as far as water goes though, water is in, incredibly important. So that's Nutrify, that's the first triad of truth. The second one is a detoxify. <clears throat> yeah. Detoxify is another leg of this health stool. And biblically, it kind of goes along with this idea of repenting of sin. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so what, what doctor is going to tell you, what sins have you been committing? <laughs> <laughs> because that could be aiding and abetting in your health problems and your yes. chronic issues. Yeah. Um, but healthy detoxification, that's the third cell building essential. You got you to gotta clear the debris if you're going to rebuild the home. And so things like intermittent fasting are, 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 are great or extended fasting burns fat. It helps with energy. It reduces inflammation. Inflammation, as you know, I mean, that's, that's really in a lot of ways, that's the name of the game is getting your inflammation under control. Um, fasting helps spiritually. It helps too to just focus your thoughts. You may be in a season of stress and you need to just stop and process and think and perhaps meditate and see how God would want you to respond. Um, detoxing looks like a whole lot of things, liver detoxing, you know, removing those toxins, uh, coffee enemas are, are just something we use in, the, in our house. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things that nobody really likes to talk a whole lot about, but man, are they incredible uh, for cle clearing out the liver. Oh, we talk about those all the time. So. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I suppose if people are watching, they are familiar with it. Um, but gallbladder cleanses, same thing. Um, stop, don't eat so much food. Uh, the gallbladder, a lot of people aren't even familiar with what it does, but essentially it's a, it's a storage house. It stores bile. It helps aid in the digestive process. So um, don't eat so much, so many of the foods that are um, inflammation driven, uh, too much dairy, um, sugars, certain oils can all contribute to that. Um, kidney cleanses, all of those things are all important aspects of detoxing, detoxing body. One of my favorite things I have actually with me right here is called advanced TRS. It's made by Kosova and it's a zeolite that um, some people may or may not be familiar with here if you're listening, but it's a zeolite. It's simply a cage shaped structure. It's put in water and it goes wherever water goes in your body, which is everywhere. And it basically binds to heavy metals. And when it binds those things, it helps you detox it safely from the body. And this is something, if you've had vaccines in the past, I, I personally recommend that you have this. I take it basically almost every day, just a few squirts of it and trying to keep my body clear. So that's detoxing. The fourth cell building essential is healthy immune and lymphatic system. So you need a sewer system. You know, you gotta have your immune system in play. Um, I know this is a, a topic you are you are quite familiar with too and it's certainly one that we need to discuss given the nature of the experimental jab that's being forced on uh, our population but the immune system uh, you have a cell mediated and a humoral system you have the cell mediated is really like the air land and sea attack it, it destroys the pathogenetic material whether that's um, viruses and toxins neurotoxins uh, you know, bacteria, funguses, other things like that. It eats them. It, you know, the, the system disarms them. It pushes them out. That's why you get mucus or a rash on your body or a fever. Um, it's ridding itself. But then the humoral is sort of like the communication system. It comes along after the fight's over. Uh, it hands a piece of that antigen from whatever toxin that was. It records it and it basically puts it on a hit list. Um, 
And that's what, you know, that's how the body knows. But when the, with the immune system, this is the thing about vaccination. I, I do not mind being called an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, and that's because I think that it does more damage than good. And I understand why they do it, but the vaccine suppresses that first line cell mediated system. And then it tries to activate the humoral system so that basically you can get more antibodies produced. But the problem is you're basically running a trick play on your body, the body that God gave you with a system that he gave you in, in, in place. So it's a, essentially the two main issues with vaccination. It, it's a dysregulation of the immune system and it causes havoc. But then you also have this molecular mimicry where cells will pick up that antigen, that small genetic sequence, and it won't be able to determine what that is with regard to the rest of the body. So that's why... That's why I believe vaccines cause autism, because it starts attacking the body. And especially when it crosses the blood-brain barrier, you have neurological problems after vaccination, especially the MMR is, is the most notable one out of anyone. Now, the new mRNA vaccine, they, they're basically trying to trick your DNA and, your, and your, uh, the genetic sequencing they're in to produce the antibodies. So it's an even different type of um, vaccine. That's why we can't even really call it a vaccine. Yeah, I would, I would uh, say that the practice of standard medicine, one could argue there's validity for it, there's a place for it. When you get into vaccines, you're talking about a completely different worldview now. Yeah. Um, and uh, you are basically um, going around everything that God, how God created your body to work, thinking yeah. that you have more knowledge than that and that you could do a better job than how, God, how you were created to respond to pathogens in your environment. And there's real danger when you start, uh, you've crossed the line, you're not walking on the fence anymore. Uh, you've crossed the line into a completely different worldview. Yeah, yep, no, I, I agree. And that's, that's why I'm comfortable being called an anti-vaxxer because you know, for me, I reject Darwinian evolution as a as an explanation for our origins. Uh, so I biologically reject it, but even just practically, as it uh, roots its uh, sort of rears its ugly head today in medicine, and and just how would they treat the human body body and view the human body, I just reject it. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's good. I don't think it. I don't think it works, um, yeah. and it causes more harm than than good. It's antichrist, is what it is. Yeah. Yep. So with that, you also, uh, that cell building essential, the human, uh, immune and also the lymphatic system, you know, you have lymph vessels and nodes throughout your body. Lymph is that clear fluid that goes throughout, through all the way to the heart. And uh, you, you have this kind of interconnected uh, system, if you will, that really can cause a lot of problems. If you have chronic fatigue or stiffness or, uh, you know, bloating or brain fog, headaches, a lot of people struggle with headaches. And you might have an issue with that system. Uh, you, you need to have a solid sewer system, and that's really part of your body. The lymphatic system is a, is a sewer system. So if you have skin problems, uh, cellulite, those types of things, usually uh, you know, rebounding uh, can help. Um, obviously, nutrition, herbal therapies, you know, there are a whole host of things that you can do. But 
So that's the second that's the second triad triad. And again, all this goes into more detail in the book, but just for our listeners' sake, I'm gonna to try to be brief on the next part because the third one is energized, and essentially that's when we rely on the Holy Spirit. So you need a healthy nervous system, brain health. You know, don't don't stay up late watching uh, TV and eating garbage like Doritos um, <laughs> on your couch at night uh, because you're not giving your nervous system what it needs to go to bed. Um, so meditation, omega-3 fatty acids, uh, getting good, good walnuts. Walnuts are shaped like brains. I think that's the reason why we should probably eat them. It's good for the brain. Um, intermittent fasting, all of those things can help with brain health, just making sure you're getting adequate sleep and, and so on. Uh, and this is something that fascinated me in my study because this, I didn't know much about it, but the autonomic nervous system is something that was really new to me in my research. And you have a sympathetic system. That is your reaction to stress. That is when your, your adrenaline kicks in, the body is on, you're sort of focused, you're in that mode. But then you have the parasympathetic system. That's your cool down function, your relaxation mode, the, bo the body's off. And, and a lot of those things just happen. You know, that's why they're autonomic. They just, you don't tell yourself to breathe. You don't tell yourself to pump blood. You, you just, it just happens. And that's one of the things I think that this whole COVID debacle has done is really messed with people's um, autonomic nervous systems because everything's just stressful. Everything, you know, you, you can't even just go to the store without being hassled about a mask, at least early on, that's how it was. So people were having a hard time balancing that and, and working from home became, became this new thing for a lot of people. And, but keeping that in balance is huge. It helps with exercise, getting sleep. Um, uh, it was Dr. Bergman who said, make sure you're sleeping under 70 degrees. Uh, just don't, don't, don't put your health in jeopardy by you know, basically being irresponsible with what you're eating and when you're eating it and staying up late and then trying to function the next day. Um, those are all aspects to that cell building essential. Um, grounding is another thing. I'm doing it right now, actually, as we talk. Got a grounding mat that you're <laughs> Got a grounding about? mat underneath. Okay, me. good. And, uh, you know, just discharging the body of all those electrons that it's acquiring through EMF exposure. Uh, you know, that's the one of the big issues, especially with the 5G technology. Uh, which is interesting. There's some great studies by Dr. Thomas Cowan connecting that and showing how that could be a huge, huge contributor to what we're calling COVID-19. Yeah, pretty scary studies. Yeah. You're basically, we're basically putting people in a microwave 24 seven and yeah. it's not good. Um, cell building essential six is healthy blood, brain, bones, your skin, your circulatory, your respiratory system. I think a lot of that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, make sure you have clean blood, keeping all of those issues at bay, hypertension. Um, a lot of these things that doctors will just prescribe a pill for, well, you could get it under control by reducing inflammation in your body, which is essentially what cholesterol does. Cholesterol, the LDL, comes and helps. Uh, the, the low density lipo, lipoprotein helps repair the veins. It helps the body re repair. And so it's not because of cholesterol that you have these issues. It's because you have uh, issues with inflammation in your body. You're eating too much McDonald's and Taco Bell, <laughs> right? perhaps. Um, bones and joints. This is another one that it's fascinating to me that a lot of uh, the you know, allopathic medical doctors just don't have right. Um, your osteoclats and you have osteoblasts, the clats and the blasts. The clats help take down and you know, get rid of the unnecessary bone tissue. And then osteoblasts come along and they put new bone down well 
these drugs that they give people who have things like osteoporosis, they're not giving the osteoblasts what they need to rebuild. So you're not getting the nutrition. You're not getting the things you need. You're not getting uh, something like calcium, which your body does need for bone density. And um, so all of those things are connected. Skin health, the same way, leaky gut, massive problem, well, the way our Western diet is and, and feeding all of these other skin diseases, acne, cold sores, you know, psoriasis, um, all of those things are all connected. Uh, and so that's the sixth cell, cell bidding essential. And then I'll just wrap it up. The seventh one is a healthy spiritual system. And frankly, that's the foundation of the entire house. Um, we've already talked about it earlier, but you're whole, we're whole creatures. We're made in the image of God. We're not merely biological or merely spiritual. We are, we are both. So how, how we handle stress and adversity, joy and celebration, all of that is rooted in our world and life view. All of that's um, connected to who it is God has made us to be. And so we need to have that foundation in place. Well, that's excellent. Well, you do a great job summarizing it. And I know people are going to want to get your book. We'll have uh, access to it on this podcast for everybody. Um, do you want to close us in prayer? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you. I'll just say that too, Dr. Connors, ha having me on. I appreciate your work and um, massively respect what, you, what you're doing there and helping people and really applying this stuff. So uh, I, hope, I hope you continue to minister to, to thousands and thousands of people. That would be my prayer. Um, but so thank you for the opportunity to come on and talk. Yeah. Thank you for coming. It's just been, it's been great. It's, it's so neat to see. I mean, I've been in this fight for 30 some years and, um, you, you grow weary, <laughs> uh, especially when you're talking to believers who have already just sold out to the, to the cult. And, um, it is, it, um, it's refreshing. I was, I was refreshed to see your book when you sent me the original copy to read and to, to uh, get my endorsement for. So I just, I thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Well, praise God. I, I appreciate that. And, and, and now more than ever, do we need clarity on these issues? Oh, it's boy. definitely, yeah. <laughs> people really need to get their, their, their understanding of terrain theory and understanding, you know, the, the importance of the body. And so I, I, I I really pray that your work and, and hopefully mine will be blessed and used by God mightily. So um, yeah, let's, let's pray. Um, Heavenly Father, we, we have come and to, to talk and discuss these things that are most uh, important. And I do pray for those who are listening and watching that they would be blessed um, by what's discussed here, Lord. And I, I just pray that you would uh, restore us and give us, give us health. Lord, we know that in your word, there, there is a grand vision of redemption and the restoration of the world. And, and we certainly look forward to that, but we pray here and now that you would help us equip us so that we can be self-governed uh, in this most important area. And Lord, we pray against the darkness. We pray against the evil that's being perpetrated on us and, and other people across the world with this uh, sort of globalist statist uh, control. Uh, we pray against it and pray that you uh, would crush your enemies, Lord, bring them to a knowledge of you and your son, Jesus, who died for our sins and rose for our justification. Lord, help us to, to navigate these tumultuous waters. Uh, and and may, uh, may our time here and in the future be stewarded well and honorable to you. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, again, 
Uh, appreciate all you guys listening, and uh, we just want to bring back great guests like this and share just wonderful information. Thank you again, Jason. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.